Hi, I'm Rob Lawrenson. And I'm Vivek Trivedi. And we've been co-chairs of the Junior Doctors Committee since about October, in fact. October the 1st, I think, was when this session started. And uh, today we'll be looking back at the first year of uh, our of our co-chairmanship, uh, the work of the committee, and what we've learned in this past session. The lion's share of the work for the Junior Doctors Committee in England has been our pay campaign which has seen uh, doctors in England take industrial action over multiple rounds to bring the government to the table to agree a negotiated settlement to address the real terms pay cuts that we've, we as doctors have had over the last 15 years. Scotland themselves have had a successful ballot and they're in negotiations with their government too. Wales also are, have been negotiating with their government without the need for industrial action and Northern Ireland are looking at developing their own paying conditions campaign, trying to gather the views and represent their members to the best of their ability. As well as the ongoing campaigns for full pay restoration, another piece of uh, important work that's happened across nations is the release uh, and publication of the Junior Doctor Locum Rate Card. That's something that we've seen uh, turned around and being released across all four nations with uh, real impressive use we we know from our the work with our colleagues in the consultants and SAS committees that there will never be jumps in locum rates overnight and these kinds of things will take time but that's what we have seen we've started to see a shift of those rates that have been holding back doctors for for far too long including a break in the london uh locum cartel and, and, and actually, we've seen some really good results in such a short time span. We had uh, an F1 being able to claim the PMA open rate overnight uh, within a month of the rate card being launched. And we're seeing PMA rates being picked up across the country elsewhere as well, uh, outside of industrial action. What was really interesting to see was trusts trying to use locum rate cards uh, to break the strike action. And actually, doctors had phenomenal participation rates during our rounds of action. It's also been interesting to see the other branches of practice, like our SATs and the consultant colleagues, being able to implement their locum rates uh, during our strike action, which is one of the powerful financial levers that we can use to help leverage our position to try and bring this dispute to an end. And all of this is driven by the fact that members are beginning to recognize their own worth. They're beginning to talk about pay and they're beginning to discard the taboo about pay uh, in order to address some of the uh, egregious behaviours of trusts and how they treat members. That's a really important theme, Rob, that I think you picked up on there because it's building back value in our professional lives and encouraging our colleagues to, to speak to each other because not talking about pay and not talking about conditions only benefits the employer. And the more open we are with our colleagues, helping build each other up, um, is what's going to what's going to take us forward. So, I think what might be uh, you know interesting and helpful is talking a bit about how the work that's undergone to to get us organised for our successful ballot has also helped with those other themes. And um, the mainstay of that is opening up channels of communication between our colleagues. So many people will know about the various different. Uh, strike WhatsApp groups that are that occur around the country, and what that's done is allowed a, a really rapid form of communication. Not only get ourselves ready for pickets, the ballot before that, uh, and any ongoing uh, any further campaigns in the future, but it's and such an easy resource for for people to to share 
um, concerns or things happening in their workplaces that they don't think is quite right, but maybe wouldn't have raised before. And they can get answers from anyone. And it's not even just reps, it's other colleagues who may have had that situation, been in that situation before, uh, and able to share kind of best practice, as you say, in terms of, um, uh, you know, improving a workplace condition. So that's, that's been a real highlight, I think, from this campaign. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, one of the things I think we're really good at as doctors is, you know, developing ourselves academically and clinically and, and learning the, the skills that we need to uh, have in order to actually practice uh, and, and sort of engage um, uh, at our workplace with patients. But something we've, we've not been terribly good at over the years is actually recognizing that we are professionals and we have professional contracts and we have uh, rights um, and, and conditions that we need to be protecting. And so sometimes um, we uh, in the past have just been told by uh, managers or trusts um, X, Y, or Z is true when it's not. Uh, and for, for too long, many doctors have succumbed to the assertiveness of managers in what they've said and have actually been exploited because of, because of how they've been treated. But now that we have these great communication links and, and as, as you say, Vivek, you know, people talking to each other, non-reps included, um, we've got a lot of people sharing the kind of information issues, the repeated kind of uh, bullying tactics and exploitation by employers. And they're able to challenge it. And I think it's a really important aspect of our careers is to not just focus on those academic and clinical issues, but also to focus on our professional issues and being sure that we're looking after ourselves through our contract, making sure that we're enforcing our own rights and making sure that we can sort of set up these professional boundaries to make sure that we're treated like professionals. And this would definitely not have been able to occur without, you know, increased engagement uh, and motivation from our workforce as a whole. There's only, what, 60, 70 or so reps on the on the national committee, uh, maybe the same number split across the various regions before. But what we've seen is, you know, grassroots doctors who previously would have just been focusing on getting through the day, getting through the week, getting through the year, take initiative and feel more part of their union. And ultimately, that's you know what everyone says. A member, a union is only as strong as its members. And we've seen doctors from all areas come together and take on roles, whether that's being picket organizers, that whether that's stepping up and applying to become uh, LNT reps, or whether that's, as Rob and I were saying, just helping our colleagues in everyday situations. There's a, there's a you know, enough cannot be said about that. And that's that's been a huge asset to this campaign and will be for further campaigns uh, going forwards in the future. Absolutely. I mean, we, we've had 15 years of pay erosion. It's going to take a long time to be able to recoup not just the pay, but also a lot of the conditions that we've lost, you know, access to hot food or accommodation, but also other things like regulatory burden. Um, so many things are stacked against doctors these days that it's going to take a lot of coordinated efforts to be able to reclaim some balance in the workforce. And and having this kind of culture change among doctors is definitely going to lead to the foundation to being able to build better and more impactful campaigns for the future. Some of the challenges that we faced over the last year 
is trying to build a clear message for the campaign about pay restoration. And that's been really difficult because through our own communications, we're able to say very much what we mean and what we want to say. But when we're using third-party media outlets, sometimes it's very obvious that our words and our ideas are being misrepresented. And that constitutes a challenge because not all of our doctors read all of our materials uh, published by us. They get their information from the media. And that, that, that makes things very difficult um, because uh, uh, it might appear that we've moved position or we've changed our, our presentation or that we're, um, we have ulterior motives. But what we've been trying to do and what we think is the cornerstone of, of the empowerment of doctors in the union is trying to communicate as thoroughly as possible in as direct a manner as possible and removing these third parties. And another thing, just to, to highlight something Rob was mentioning before about challenges is um, trying to uh, address and change the culture within medicine. For, 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 you know, a long time, doctors have given goodwill uh, and propped up uh, a system which, for a large part, is set up against them. And trying to, to shift that and to, to bring back that empowerment that we've talked about before um, into our doctors' working lives has not always been straightforward. But that's where kind of the, the self-propagation with by our grassroots doctors uh, going forward has been so helpful. And just, the, you know, that, that leads into really taking some time to, to appreciate the, the work that all of our colleagues on the ground have done whether that's talking to each other on on wards or in GP practices, doing board walks, whether that's setting up uh, informal, you know, non-rep webinars with each other and and supervising pickers. We saw a whole host of doctors um, sign up to, to be pay activists and then to, to then supervise pickets at their local workplace. And and this campaign would be nowhere without the, the likes and the helps of those doctors and everyone else. Uh, and we'll definitely be needing to, to call upon their uh, help and engagement in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, it goes without saying, um, I think Vivek and I are just spokespeople for the immense power and resourcefulness uh, and engagement of all of our reps, picket line supervisors, anyone who's getting involved, spreading the word, engaging other doctors and getting them educated and agitated to be able to participate in strike action. That's where the real power lies. So I think from both Vivek and myself, we just want to say a massive thank you to every single doctor who's participated in this campaign. So looking to the future, I think it's really important that we conceptualize where we are now with where we want to be over the next 30, 40, 50 years, because that's what we need to be thinking about as junior doctors for our careers, our livelihoods, and our personal lives if we want to stay here in the UK. Because the actions that we take today are going to start reversing the, the trends and the changes of government attitude to investing in us as a profession, as well as the direction of our career um, for many years to come. And as I said, we've got a 15-year sort of uh, backlog of, of pay cuts and erosions that we need to be tackling and addressing. And that's going to take a lot of time, and it's going to take a lot of investment. 
Now we need to be thinking about how we're best suited to be able to challenge that. And because our employers are essentially politically um, attached, we need to be thinking about their kind of weaknesses to be able to leverage off of. And that comes down to the general elections. So we need to be really forward looking and we need to be prepared to take action for the future in order to put ourselves in the best possible position for when our political um, leaders to make decisions about the future of our profession. It's only when we apply our leverage that we'll be able to change things for ourselves. And that's why it's really important that we just keep going and we keep participating in action. We keep lobbying politicians and we keep making the case for the BMA for doctors. But one thing is clear, whatever we do going forwards, whatever challenge we look to face next, whichever part of the uh, policy book that we look to address, especially the, the new policies passed in the junior doctors conference this year, which were unashamedly pro-doctor, we know that we are stronger together. So let's stick together, strike together when we need to, and we'll win together.